Hello, queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves, or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves. We start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Bennis. So today I want to ask you about what you're chasing after. When you're waking up each morning, getting ready to start about your day, are you just going through the motions? Are you an empty shell that's moving about doing the routine tasks that you normally do? Um, just kind of going day by day. But that excitement isn't there. The motivation isn't there. You feel kind of numb. That's what I'd like to address today. Because I have definitely walked through that. In transition seasons especially, I feel like are when we feel those things the most. And just having to be still in the waiting. When you're not sure which way to go next or what to do next. And you feel that tug of God pulling on you to do A, B, and C but he hasn't given you the exact step-by-step -step instructions because he's waiting for you to step out on faith and to trust him in that next move. And you're just, you're kind of hesitant and maybe it's fear or it's just the unknown or not having all the answers and fully trusting that he is going to take care of everything, but it's still that not knowing, like, is this the next right move? And what if I take this next move and it's not right? But God isn't going to just stop his plan or purpose or just let you fall. Like he's going to be right there to catch you. And today I want to help shift your focus. One, on being able to step out in faith when God is calling you to do something. And two, to not get so caught up in the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, that you forget to stop and enjoy the present of right now, today. And so let's focus on that first. Because as you go about life, you encounter a lot of different people a lot of different opinions and viewpoints. And especially if you're alive today, there are a million different views coming at you from so many different places. You know, whether it's things that you read, that you see on the news, that you see on social media, you know, that you see in a text message, like people have so much access to you right now that you are constantly taking in information and your brain is like a computer. It's soaking it all up. And if you aren't careful, you're taking all of those things in it's why God tells us to guard our heart, because from it flows the wellsprings of life. How much stuff are you taking in? 
Well, that's the same stuff that's going to come out, especially when you're under pressure. And so because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so you really want to be mindful of what you are taking in. Like, take time to silence some of those voices so that you can focus and really pinpoint what is it that God's telling you to do next. Because if you're so focused on next year, the year after, okay, I got to get to this next, you know, job, this next promotion, I got to get to this next career, I got to get to this next business, or I got to get to this next milestone or X amount of dollars. Yes, it is good to work towards those things because you always want to be improving, but that can't be your sole motivation and focus. You've got to figure out your why. Why are you wanting those things? Is it because you want to be able to help more people? You want to have greater influence or a greater impact on a greater number of people? Or is it just you can say, oh, I have this and I have that? Like, is it just for clout? What is it for? Because that's ultimately going to dictate how you're feeling from day to day when you haven't yet attained it and how you're able to process through that waiting period before you get to the destination. Um, You know, God normally tells us the end of the thing from the beginning so that we can stay focused on where we're trying to go. But he's not going to tell us all the steps in between. One, because he doesn't want that destination to be the sole reason we're doing it. Like it's got to be to give him glory and honor and to grow his kingdom because that's our ultimate purpose. First and foremost is to spread the gospel and to grow the kingdom of God. And so each day we should be working on that, even while we're doing the other things that we're trying to attain and go after. But when those things are constantly out of our reach, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And you do start to feel empty and you keep searching and searching and searching, but nothing is filling the void that's there. But that's because God's the only thing that can fill us up, that there won't be a void. He's literally the only thing that can pour into us where we'll never thirst again. He is that thirst quencher. That his life and what he gives to you, you won't have to thirst because you'll have him even while you're in the waiting and even while you're pursuing certain things you'll come to find that he's all you need and as long as he's all you need he's going to give you everything that you need but you have to know that first and the things that he has for you are for you you don't have to strive for them you don't have to chase after them you don't have to control or manipulate or deceive to try to get it you don't have to make it happen yourself Because it's called a sweatless victory. Like we've already won. God already sent his son to die on the cross. And so in the end, we win anyway. So we don't have to go out and try to fix it or make it happen ourselves because God's going to open the doors for exactly what he wants us to walk through. And sometimes those doors are not the exact doors we wanted to walk through. And we have to be okay with that. We have to be okay with letting go. For years, we might have thought, well, no, this is what it's going to be. This is what's going to make me successful. This is how I'm supposed to do it. This is what I'm supposed to have. And God might be saying no, because that very thing, if he opens the door and you get that very thing, it may be the one thing that destroys you or that takes you out or rips apart your family or who knows. There's a reason that that door isn't opening. And so sometimes we have to be okay with just letting go, even if that's difficult. But what it means is God has something better in store for us for the overall bigger purpose and bigger picture that he has in mind for our life. And so as long as we're pursuing after him first and foremost and our whole life centers around him, 
everything else is going to fall into place and we can be more full and have more life and that more abundantly, just like he promised to give us in John 10 and 10, because he also tells us in that same scripture that the devil comes to kill, steal and destroy. That is exactly what the enemy is doing. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't think, oh, well, Tony just woke up. So let me give her a few minutes. Nope. As soon as I wake up, the first thing he wants to do is come right in there and bring the negative thoughts or the lies or those different patterns of thought that are constantly going through our minds. He, as long as he keeps your focus on that, then your focus isn't on God and the fact that he woke you up this morning. He started you on your way. You have breath in your lungs and beat in your heart. Everybody doesn't wake up every single morning. That is a gift. Even though it might seem so simple, okay, I wake up every day. There's going to be one day that you don't wake up anymore. That's inevitable for every single person on this earth. And so every time that you have the chance at life, you need to be thankful for it. But the enemy is going to come right in immediately to try to keep you from giving praise to God and for thanking, from thanking him for another day. Because as much as he can do to distract you and throw you off course, the further away from your purpose he can keep you. It is that important and it is that serious. Every single day, you've got to be mindful of God and the things he's doing in your life. If he never did anything else, he's already done enough. And so I know that it seems like I'm continually saying that over and over, but it's all in your mindset. And obviously, I'm a mindset coach, so I care about telling you that. <laughs> it matters. How you think matters. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And that is where the enemy is going to attack you the most. Joyce Myers told us for years that the battle is in the mind. And that is so true. That is where the battle takes place. That's also why God tells us over and over in scripture to capture every thought. You've got to take it captive because his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. There are some supernatural things that God can come in and do that does not make sense in the natural realm. That where one times one is one in the natural realm, one times one could be a million in the supernatural realm because that's how God works. That's how you know it's him and you can't take the credit for it because only he can do it. And so really being focused on his words and his truth is what helps us to move forward. And so when we do have those different dreams and things that we're running after, they start to line up with God and what his dreams for us are because he placed them in us. And so then we're able to align. And things start to flow where it's you're not toiling, you're not striving, trying to make it happen because it's naturally happening. You're like, oh, my goodness, there's no way that that happened. I have no idea. Yes, you do. It's God because it wasn't by your might or your strength. It was God opening the door and making it happen for you because it was right along with what he wanted you to do. And you got right in line with him. It's not God conforming to your will. It's you adapting to his and what he created you to do. And when you get in sync with that, the peace that comes over you and the joy that you have, you do wake up each day thankful. Things may still not be exactly the way you want them to be. It may be a long way from it, but you have that joy in your heart because you know that God is with you and that you can finally see yourself the way that he sees you and you see how it all starts to come together. I will tell you that has been so hard for me for a long time. Because I never fit anywhere that I went. I'm a people person. You already know that. Y'all know I've never met a stranger. But it was like I could be in a place for a while and I'm doing well and I'm learning everything. And they're like, okay, we're going to promote you to this. Okay, we're going to move you to this. Okay, we're going to add on this responsibility. And it was cool. And I took it on because, you know, I've always been taught, raised 
um, to do everything in excellence. And so I've always done that. But it was just kind of like it got to a point that it didn't quite fit. It's like you taking that square and trying to fit it in the circle peg and it not working. It's like that. It was like for a while, you know, we kind of maneuvered this way, maneuvered that way, but it just didn't quite fit. And then it was like, I have so many passions and it was like, God, you know, there are several things that I like and you created me this way. So how do I pick that one thing? Growing up, it was always attorney, attorney, attorney. I'm going to be an attorney. I'm a major in criminal justice. And I did major in criminal justice. But as I as I got to the end of that degree, it was like, this isn't what I want to do anymore. You know, I don't want to go to three more years of school for law. It was just like I felt myself shifting. And it got to a point that I realized that it's totally OK for me to like more than one thing. Um, one, because that's just how I'm wired. That's how God programmed me. But two, because each part shows a different side of me. But ultimately, the underlying thing is also the same. And that was the part I never could connect before until now. <laughs> and so I want to help other people do that the same, that the same way. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. Like that is me through and through. And so there are de definitely more than one thing that I like to do and dabble in. But I see how the underlying me and me being confident and self-aware, how each thing, even though it may be a little bit different, look a little bit different underneath like the foundation is all still the same it's still me I just show up in different ways in each of those areas and it's okay I can totally be authentically me and show up wonderfully in each of those areas because at the core it doesn't change who I am I just can adapt to each of those different areas and excel in all of them because ultimately I am a daughter of the king and because God made me <laughs> I can show up well in each of those areas in the exact way that he showed me to where I might relate to somebody in this way, where it could be I'm helping them with real estate and building a relationship with them. I'm still authentically being me, but I can also use my expertise that I've learned in that trade to be able to help them with the biggest investment of their life. Then on the flip side of that, I can do the same thing if it's signs, designs and decor, like I'm you know, working on different signs for people to put around their home because I want you to surround yourself with positive things that help you to stay positive and remind you of God's truth. So if that's a little, you know, knickknack on your shelf or it's a, you know, handmade sign on your wall or, you know, a saying or a quote that's, you know, sitting over here, you know, in your bathroom, just each place that you're going to be that you're constantly reminding yourself of who you are and who you are in Christ so that it can keep you from getting lost in those cycle of thoughts. I've been there. And so if everywhere I look around me, where I'm at throughout the day, I've got these reminders that are positive, then that's helping me. It's still at the root of who I am. And so no matter how I express it, I'm able to do it in different ways, but it's still uniquely me. And so that's what I wanna help you do as well. So each day that you wake up, I want you to start with Christ before your feet even hit the floor, like when your eyes open, the enemy should be nervous. Nervous because he knows that you know the word, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That every single thing that he tries to come against you, those fiery darts are going to be quenched immediately because you've got your whole armor on. You went to sleep thanking God you woke up thanking God. The enemy won't have any way to get in. He uses the same tactics, y'all. Everything that he's used against you is the same thing. For me, he constantly attacked my confidence and my value constantly made me question my worth. But one day, <laughs> I had heard it for years, you know, the different scriptures about being a daughter of the king, 
that I'm royalty and that I'm chosen and that I'm accepted and God's beloved. All my life I grew up hearing that. But it's until it turns on in your heart and becomes alive for you that you aren't really like, oh, wait a minute. You don't get to question who I am. I know who I am. When you get to the point of you know who you are in Christ, whoo, watch out. Nobody will be able to tell you anything. And I don't mean it in a cocky way. I don't mean it in a way of like you're looking down on anybody else. I just mean the fact that you are confident in who you are so that when people do speak to you, you're commanding that respect. Again, not in a disrespectful way or demeaning, but just in the fact that you know who you are. And if God is for you, who could be against you? I'm telling you, like it is so freeing when you find yourself in Christ because he's the one who created you. You cannot find yourself in anyone else but him, not in a man, not in another woman, not in your child, not in your job, your titles, your roles. You cannot find your identity in anything but Christ because he's the only one who created you. And if he created you, there's nobody else that can negate you. If God made you, there's nobody else that could break you. No matter what they do, they can't break your spirit because that's the one thing that you control. And that's the one thing God created. You can choose how you respond to them and whether or not you interact with those people anymore. But they don't have the power to take over who you are in Christ. Only you do. So that's the choice you get to make. So right now, today, I know I've covered quite a few things. I just let the Holy Spirit lead me whichever way he wanted to go. So whatever thing, you know, can help you right now, take it, you know, put the rest on the shelf for another time when you need it. But you've got to know who you are in Christ. That is the most important thing that you can do so that each and every day when you do wake up, you understand the gift of today. That's why it's called the present. Enjoy it. Be intentionally present. Why let so many days pass by and you're just walking around as an empty shell? You cannot get those days back. That time with your family, that time with your kiddos, your spouse, your loved ones, or whoever else you want to spend that time with, you can't get it back. And I promise y'all, you blink and your kids are like grown and about to graduate. The time goes by so fast. You have to treasure it. Because guess what? There are days that they're probably walking around feeling empty too. And they need you to help them walk through that. But you can't pour from an empty vessel, so you've got to keep yourself full, too. And the best way to do that is spending time with Christ. Having a conversation with him, no pressure. It doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out prayer. A simple conversation just like you and I are talking right now. Just tell him how you feel and invite him to walk through your day with you. I promise y'all, he's waiting to spend time with you. You will never meet anybody who wants to spend time with you as much as God does. And his line's never busy. You don't have to worry about call waiting and him sending you to voicemail. He's not going to do that. He's going to pick up and listen to you right then and there and wrap his loving arms around you and pour into you. He's going to give you everything that you need. So just lay all your cares and concerns at his feet and trust him at his word. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I promise I'm telling you what I know and what I've experienced and I want you to experience it too. Or if it's been a while since you've experienced it, just tap back in. You could have it right now, and every single thing that you're worried about, a lot of it, I'm sure, is probably out of your control anyway. So trust God. Trust him to take care of it and be intentionally present in the moment. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for waking us up this morning and allowing us to see another day. We thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness that is truly better than life itself. Thank you, Father, for walking with us every step of the way, Lord, for already ordering our steps, Father. 
We thank you that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much, Lord, that there is power in prayer, Father. So I pray over each and every person under the sound of my voice right now, Father, that you touch them, Lord. Meet them wherever they're at right now in ways that only you can, Father. Pour into those empty spaces, Father. Pour into those empty vessels and fill them to overflow as you promised us in your word that you would do, Father, that our cup would runneth over and surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you, Father, for making our enemies our footstools. Thank you, Lord, that we are daughters of the King, Father, that we know who we are in you, Lord, and that we can trust you to take care of us each and every step of the way, Father, that the things that are out of our control, Father, we place it in your hand, Lord, and that the things that we can control, our attitude, our responses, our demeanor, Lord, that you help us to exude more and more of you, Father, that we have your joy and that your joy is our strength, Father, and our song, Lord. Thank you, Father, for being our salvation. Thank you for being our everything, Lord. I pray that you wrap your arms around each and every one of them right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and help them to know that they're not alone, that you'll never leave them and you'll never forsake them, Father, and that whatever destination they are running towards, Lord, that you're with them every step of the way. And that you won't withhold any good thing from them, Father. And that every good and perfect gift comes from you. So we thank you, Father, for helping us to line, align our will with yours. Thank you, Father, for choosing us. Thank you that we matter, that we are loved, and that we are enough in you. We ask these things in your sweet son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate and value this time with you and being able to just pour into you and teach you the things that I've learned and walk this journey with you because, hey, I've got a lot to learn still as well. And so I'm just going to keep sharing everything that I learned. I'm going to keep sharing with you so that you can keep growing as well. If you want to continue the conversation, feel free to email me, support at thejourneyofyou.net. I'd love to keep the conversation going. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get, G-E-T, unstuck, U-N-S-T-U-C-K. And begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.